The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Election Day. Live from the Stephen Kyle 2020 Election News Desk, polls are still open. Oh, nice. Oh, boy, that's a really learned a lot from that one. I'm not calling my brother on Labor Day and thanking him. No. I don't even call him on his birthday and wish him happy birthday. I don't think you should ever call him ever again. I was loaded with cash after this. This pandemic has been good for him. It was good for him. A couple. Until uh, the old unlucky the old, the old ticker decided it ain't going to TikTok no more. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Kyle's going cheap on the gifts. <laughs> For this, Steve, I wait a year for this. Here we go. Bring it home. The legend lives on from the Chippewa down of the big lake they call Gitchigumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. This is our best one yet. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. (laughs) The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. Can't even give it a name. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and a good captain well-seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland Then later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd been feeling? Solo! Took years. We've really hit our stride. Finally. The wind in the wires made a tattletale sound, and a wave broke over the railing. And every man knew, as the captain did too, t'was the witch of November come stealing. Then dawn came late, and the breakfast had to wait when the gales of November came slashing. 
One afternoon came, it was freezing rain In the face of Hurricane West Wind Skip breakfast that day, too. How did dawn come late? It's the same time every day. Die on an empty stomach. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we're back to the meal schedule here, though. Thanks to Gordon. When supper time came, the old cook came on deck saying, fellas, it's too rough to feed ya. At 7 p.m., a main hatchway caved in. He said, fellas, it's been good to know ya. How does Gordon know? Yeah. Dialogue. The captain wired in. He had wire coming in. And the good ship and crew was in peril. Later that night, when its lights went out of sight, came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. So they didn't get breakfast. They didn't get dinner. Uh-uh. I think the... I don't want to accuse anybody, but it seems like this cook was kind of a lazy SOB. Yeah. Maybe the crew gave up. And no offense. <laughs> of course. Does anyone... Nope. Does... Nope. <laughs> Does anyone know where the love of God goes when the words turn to minutes to hours? The searchers all say they'd have made Whitefish Bay if they'd put 15 more miles behind her. We're not even getting into this. Oh, thank God, searchers. Yeah, they're all the smartest. They might have split up or they might have capsized. They may have broke deep and took water. Well, they definitely took water. <laughs> And all that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the sons and the daughters. I mean, honestly, you're a searcher. Well, if they left a half hour earlier, that's your analysis. Oh, hey, real helpful. Boy, I think if they had left yesterday, this wouldn't have happened. They carry on rolls, superior sings in the rooms of a rice water mansion. Old Michigan steams like a young man's dreams. The islands and bays are for sportsmen. That does not even come close to rhyming. And farther below Lake Ontario takes in what Lake Erie can send her. Track of the waterways. And the iron boats go and the mariners all know with the gales of November remember. <laughs> Halfway there? Uh, Two thirds. Hey! Bring it home strong, Steve! You know, let's make it so those those 29 souls can hear us, Steve. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. This would wake the dead. (laughs) For a dance party. Right. That's what you mean, right? I'm sure Annette is upstairs. Both ears plugged. Uh, Oh. Remember how you you have to say Detroit. Oh, that's right. In a musty old hall in Detroit, they prayed in the Maritime Sailors Cathedral. The church bell chimed till it rang 29 times for each man on the Edmund Fitzgerald. The legend lives on from the Chippewa down of the big lake they call Gitchigumi. Superior, they said, never gives up her dead when the gales of November come early. I think that's it, right? Uh, I think we did it. Gets better every year. I think, you know, we had... Listen. I'm not 
the guy who's only going to rave about the performance. Right. We had a few hiccups there in minute two and three. Well, you know, it happens. Look, next year, minutes two and three will be perfect. We'll just screw up minutes one and four. Right. It happens. That right there, Steve, was our best effort to date. To I, properly eulogize and me- and remember the twenty nine souls, the twenty nine souls, but more importantly, the iron ore. Yeah, I mean, it's just sitting there at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, I mean, I know we've talked about this. I know. <laughs> Has anybody thought, boy, I could probably go get that stuff? I think we looked it up last year to find out what it was worth. Yeah, and that's it, what I mean. and it's like, it, it, like in today's dollars, it's like eighty bucks. Okay, so I have uh, Business Insider. Whoa! I don't know what this means. It's a stock market. Iron ore is one hundred sixteen ninety two. Of like for a, how much? Like a pebble, an ounce. Yeah. Do you a need a pound? Like, an entire freighter. In comparison, gold one thousand nine hundred sixty one dollars and fifty cents. Okay, so it's maybe we're closer to like copper because isn't the isn't the the story about the penny? Like it costs more to mint the penny than yeah. It, okay. Yeah, it costs more to make a penny than it's worth. Fairly confident we could just go back to an episode one year ago, pull this exact conversation, paste it in right here. Even this part where I'm saying this, because no doubt we have the same conversation every year. $3.11 per pound of copper right now. Okay. What about iron ore? Because that's what we're talking about. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I just had to phrase the question a little bit differently for Google to give me an actual answer. Sure. Iron ore is valued. At $123.75 per dry metric ton. <laughs> now we got to convert 26,000 tons. Well, a metric ton is 2,500 pounds, right? Is it? I believe so. Sure. <laughs> so but we don't, know, we don't know how much iron ore was actually on the boat, though, because it was loaded with 26,000. Oh, no, no, no. It's 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. So it's just a fancy way of saying 26,000 tons. It is 26,000 tons? Yeah, uh, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. No, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. So when we, it's empty. We just sang yeah, it. Yeah. I so mean, the quick math there, hold Steve. Hold on. Uh, I'm pulling up a calculator. So 26,000 mm-hmm. times a ton is 2,000, right? Mm-hmm. Times 2,000. All right, so we got 52 million pounds. Well, we only need the tons for the weight. Or 52 million pounds, right? Oh, boy. Oh, we're we're deep in it now. Okay, so it's got 52 million pounds, but we don't need... 26,000 tons. Right. What about metric tons? Metric ton is that. Metric ton is... 26,000 metric tons equals... Five million. Yeah, nope. but a metric ton is not the same as a ton. No, you're right. You're we right. got to convert metric tons. We to got tons. to convert. Yeah. So what is twenty six thousand tons in metric tons? I'm on it. I'm all over. It's going to be like twenty twenty thousand or something. One U.S. ton <laughs> is point nine zero seven metric. Okay, tons. so twenty six thousand so times what? I got it. I got it right here. So metric tons. No, no, no I got to do it on my own so oh, I can sorry. make sure that I times what point nine point nine zero seven one eight five. Okay, so at the same time, we will both say how many, how much it is, okay? Three. For metric tons? Yeah, three, two, 
one twenty three thousand five hundred eighty six point eighty one three. Yeah. Hey. hey, look at that. Okay, so now we have twenty three thousand five hundred and eighty six point eight one times times the current rate of iron ore which in is metric units one two three point seven five one hundred and twenty three dollars and seventy five cents. Good God, that for is... a grand total of two million nine hundred eighteen thousand eight hundred sixty seven dollars and seventy three cents. What are we doing here? Yeah. Go get the scuba gear and start, start and the and the rakes. We're going to have to get rid of all the bones. <laughs> get the get that idiot chef's hat head out of our way. <laughs> There's a clump of iron ore under there. So they didn't go get it, right? From everything I've read, is they have not disturbed that the site boat. and they didn't recover any bodies. Oh boy! So we're gonna again. We're gonna have to sweep some bones. Yeah, but for two million bucks, even three million, can, boy, we could probably make right. more money selling it, like in not vials, but you know, like hey, commemorative. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. it might be mixed with some person, but here's some iron ore from the bottom yeah, of that's the right. lake. Might be mixed with some person. Lose a relative on the Edmund Fitzgerald. Here's a chance to own it mixed with some iron ore. That concludes the 2020 memorial to the Edmund Fitzgerald, which sank a number of years ago. Sank on November 10, Steve. November 10, 1975. Just uh, three days from now, one day ago from the release of this episode, it was only in service. Less than uh, less than 20 years it was mm. on the water. Let's see why. Mm. Piece of crap. Yeah, broken half, sunk. It shouldn't have, oh, all of these nicknames. Oh, the Mighty Fits, the Big Fits. It sank. Change it to the Failure Fits. The Effed Up Fits. Toledo Express. Should be called the Bottom of the Lake Express. One-way ticket. It is Saturday, November 7th. 2020, the year of our Lord. It's a Stephen Kyle podcast. Nice. And uh, our, apologies to all of who lost a loved one in the uh, wreck of the that, when uh, After you left here last week, once when we recorded, you then sent a text. I don't even think you were home yet. No, I did. You yeah. sent a text and said, hey, just so you know, warm up the pipes because next week is the old uh, uh, the anniversary of the old Eddie Fitz. The Eddie Fitz. Hitting the, hitting the bricks at the bottom of the lake. The old Eddie Fitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, buying the one-way ticket to Bottomville. <laughs> I look forward to it every year. I love that song. Yeah. That song is, honestly, I love it. For a song that is more than six minutes, and is that like the most popular song that doesn't have a chorus? Yeah, because it's a, I believe it's a, it's a waltz. So it's, Is that what it's referred to yeah. as? Yeah. Because of the, I don't, I don't know enough about music, but I know that right. it's because of like the pattern of the whatever, blah blah blah. But yeah, we were saying before we started recording, once that, um, once COVID is no longer a thing, yeah. Once uh, obviously your your health is back to a hundred percent, sure. And once we finally get that that live show under our belt that we had planned for mm-hmm. this past July, which. Had to be canceled for social distancing reasons. Mm-hmm. Although in hindsight, that probably wouldn't have been a concern. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. 
Hey, we, we hey, probably, hey, you two. Hey, Annette. <laughs> Put a couple feet between you. <laughs> We're married. Okay, you guys are good then. All right. Cool. Would, would Annette have the accurate description of what that song would be labeled as? Because you, you described mm-hmm. it as a waltz. I don't know. Obviously, I, you know, it's not like she's writing songs. I can. But obviously being the musician message. go-to on this podcast, she would uh, be more likely to have an answer than us. Because, as you said, we're not uh, not that great. Yeah. So if you go to a Gordon Lightfoot concert. Mm-hmm. Are you screaming out like, you know, almost like a Leonard Skinner show, but are you screaming from the back row like, play the Eddie Fitz! <laughs> play it again! Because that's a song for him. Now, I've seen, the only time I've actually seen this happen is uh, the uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And they have, um, they're Carol imagine, the, Oh, man, imagine if they did a cover of The Wreck of the, the, wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I think we could request it. Because those guys are crazy. Like they, it's like crazy screaming electric guitars. Don't yeah. they have a guy that has a keytar? Yes. Yeah. Do they have a guy in my mind? They have a guy that has like the double neck guitar, where the guitar neck is going each way, and he's just like, like playing both at the same so. time. I believe so. Boy, I've seen them a handful of times. Okay. They're they're a tremendous. Watch. You might be onto something there. Yeah. Because. And again, I bet it doesn't even work. <laughs> right. Like, it's all different guitars doing that, and this guy's just, like, raking his fingers up and right. down both sides to try to look cool. But that's the only time I've seen that. They played their Carol of the Bells twice, because that's what they're... Wow. The people wait for that. But does any other musician... Dun, 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 yes. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Does any other musician, like, play the big hit twice? Like, if you go see... If, if 1997 is around, you're, you're out of the show. Mm-hmm. Long-haired Steve. Yeah. Actually, maybe this is remodeled, Steve. Maybe this is when you buzzed the head, came it was, back. And boy, it was around that time. It was around that time. I came back, and Mr. Minetti said, Yo, guy. <laughs> Changed your hair. You in a, in the uh, biggest thumbs up you could have received, you got a yo guy. <laughs> I got a yo guy from yo guy. From yo guy. <laughs> um, you're, you're going to the Vanilla Ice show. <laughs> In 97. That's what I mean. So, <laughs> okay. You're just wait. Is he almost mandated to play Ice Ice oh, Baby he has twice? To be. He has to be. And I bet that because remember for a while after Vanilla Ice was a rapper, then he became like he became like a gangster rapper or a hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore artist. Um, so, yeah, I bet I bet he had he probably does a melody where he jumps back and forth between genres. And everybody's aggravated because they just want him to... Yeah, I just... Come on, yo, Vanilla, kick it one time, boy, or whatever. Yeah, and then it's like a... <laughs> and it goes into whatever other garbage he did. Yeah. I want to see the dance and everything, like the running man. I want to see the parachute pants. You know, fun fact about Vanilla Ice. Oh, we got a Vanilla Ice fun fact? I Well, not so much about Vanilla Ice, about my uh, fandom of Vanilla Ice. Every wedding I've gone to that I can remember in my adult life. I have requested <laughs> the turtle rap by Vanilla Ice. They played at my wedding? I don't remember They did that. not. Did you request it? Big goose egg. Every say I have not heard it one time at just, a wedding. You just need to have it on a flash drive. And, and, Andy. Hey, guys. You want to set the dance floor on fire? Pop this puppy in. So do you know the dance? No. God, no. Okay. No, no, no. No, I just know, I mean, the song. 
Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Yeah. It's the dumbest song of all time. <laughs> but how do you not get out there and start dancing with turtles in massive, massively oppressive costumes? Yeah. That had to be the worst part of their job, right? Yeah, definitely. Do they rep- now, let, now, let me ask you this, Steve, to dig deeper into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use. Or was mm-hmm. this number one? I believe this was 2, Secret of the Use. Okay. I remember... Boy, it's funny how I... I remember exactly where I was when I saw that movie. Mm-hmm. I was in the hospital because I had... Um, what the hell was I in the hospital? Kind of concussion, I think. Did you? Were you, were you BMXing? No, I think it was when... I feel like it might have been... I remember I went sledding one time and I like smacked my head on a swing set or something. I don't really remember because it was a concussion, but I remember being in the hospital and they rolled in a TV for me and I got to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Wow. And I also remember that was the first time I ever had stuffed peppers. Seriously? Yeah. So you're really, sitting there at age what now? I don't know. Probably, probably 10? Yeah, I was going to say 8. Eight to ten, and what year did that movie come out? It had to be. I'm guessing what ninety four. Oh boy, see what it I would Google it, but that's just such a long. Nineteen ninety one. Okay, so I would have been ten. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, so earlier than I thought. Boy, but uh, but at that point, I was already seeing it on VHS, so it had to have been out for at least like six eight months at that point. Man. So that's what it took was a hospital stay for you to be able to see <laughs> right. one of the biggest kids movies of that yeah. old generation. Yeah. Another fun fact regarding Teenage oh. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, they never 2, stop, huh? Secret of the U's. Do you know who played Super Shredder? Now, if, if you haven't seen Secret of the U's, everybody, one, do yourself a favor. Because <laughs> it culminates with Shredder becoming Super Shredder. Wow. Do you know so, who played? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold Super on. Shredder. Time out. Because um, I believe that what you just revealed was it? Oh God, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about it in advance. Spoiler alert! I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, I didn't have that ready. I didn't know you were going to spoil the well, 31 year old movie. Spoiler alert! Continue. I'm Continue. Sorry, I, everybody knows it's a 32 year rule, and I, I broke it. But, Steve, who played Super Shredder? Now, you were like me back in the day. You know who this is. Kevin Nash. Big, big sexy? Dad, big sexy himself. <laughs> now, he was uh, WCW, Diesel. right? Yeah, he was WCW. Then he went to WWF. But a monster of a man, especially back then when steroids were just... Nobody cared over there. Take as Encouraged. many as you can. Yeah. Take as many as you can. Limbs, joints, muscles, be damned. Mm-hmm. You're going to use these. Yeah. And I remember thinking there will never be a greater villain in movie history than Super Shredder. He's like 12 feet tall. Yeah, I guess I don't really remember the plot that much. I remember they ate a lot of pizza. I think he finally got the ooze. They were pretty, uh, they were pretty hung up on April O'Neil. Who oh, would be? I mean, smoke show think let me see who was that <laughs> oh no no god no 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 good no no good no hold god. on i mean yeah. uh, she's fine i mean like it's uh what is her name judith i want to say judith judith well that's a bad sign <laughs> 
Because, yeah, April O'Neil, Judith Hogue. Hmm. Yeah, not exactly a looker in 1990, but that's not her fault. She was 22. She's worked consistently. She's a fine actress. April, no, it was Paige Turco. Did they change between one and two? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the U's, 1991. Uh, according to IMDb, it was Paige Turco. Wow, so Judith Ho got the boot. I was going to say, Paige Turco looks fantastic. No, okay, okay, let me take a look here quick. Well, not a great sign that she doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Because these people nowadays, right? So if you're Paige Turco or you're Judith uh, Hogue. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Paige Turco. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. You're not a Bow Wow like Judith, whatever her name is. <laughs> you do these movies in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Your star fades, right? It, it, that's the way it goes. Like there, Yeah. For every George Clooney, there's one million uh, Paige Turcos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think she does or has, like, a life on the Comic-Con circuit right now? I bet she does. Because those those get very... Those type of actors and actresses get incredibly popular for that because of the nostalgia of inherently what a Comic-Con is. Yeah, exactly. The oddball, like, obscure characters. And you were a fan of Highlander. Yeah. But I told this story a couple of years ago while I was waiting in line for John Ratzenberger at, at, at this local Comic-Con. And, of course, there's all these kids with Toy Story mm. toys and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there with my cliffy bobblehead <laughs> from Cheers, the only person there who probably even knew what Cheers was, let alone be fascinated with. To the right of him, or to the right of me, to the left of John Ratzenberger, was Adrian Paul. Oh, yeah, the Highlander the himself. The Highlander himself. But did, did Adrian Paul have... 10 to 12 years where he was just doing nothing and living off residuals of Highlander? Well, I mean, I... Probably. Because he probably the, didn't... I can't imagine he needed to work. That was a hugely successful show. Right. He's probably worth more money than he'll ever need. And let's be honest, he wasn't exactly a fantastic actor. No. But you didn't need to be. He was a swordsman. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But I guess it's good. I'm, I'm happy that these people have... Can, you know at least live, make a living off of stuff and meet people who so enjoy their characters mm-hmm. because it kind of flies in the face of a lot of the uppity hoity toity people. Like, well, I, I don't let a character define me. <laughs> like if I'm Adrian Paul. I'm thinking, Hey, hell yeah, I'm Highlander. The teats dried up. <laughs> right. What's the next Avenue right. here? And if it's uh, teaching wooden sword classes at a comic con to a bunch of idiots, Sign me up. Sure. He probably gets paid really good money for that. No question. Really? No good. question. Hey, real quick. We want to thank everybody. We have like 25 people in so far for the fifth annual Stephen Kyle podcast. Cloak and Dagger non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange. Mm. Um, yeah, a really, really good first week. We're like halfway to what we had last year already total. Yeah. So if you want to get in on that, just send us. Um, a message on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just DM us on any one of those at Stephen Kyle, all three platforms, and we'll get you in the running. We've had people, yeah, we have uh, a bunch of people from Twitter, a bunch of people from Facebook, a bunch of people from Instagram already. Yeah, all over the country already, too, which is uh, that's one of my favorite things to yeah. see is uh, how far the reach can go. Whether yeah, I mean, just looking at old. Just looking at this right now, we have Springfield, Illinois, Memphis, Tennessee, uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Maine, Albany, New York, Louisiana. 
Louisiana, Wisconsin, Wyoming. So what we'll do in a couple of weeks when we cut off the um, the the sign up process, we'll pair you up with somebody. We'll send you their info and then uh, just get a gift in the mail to them. With the um, not quite speediness of the U.S. Postal Service this year, you may want to try to do it. I think we'll probably cut it off a little bit earlier this year than we've done in the past. Yeah, maybe. I think when, when is Thanksgiving? I'd like to give people through Thanksgiving. A lot yeah, of people think distracted. Thanksgiving's in like, what, three weeks? Three I weeks. I believe it's the 20th. Well, be, by the time this episode's out, it'll be like two weeks. Okay, um, so I, I think that weekend, Steve, maybe by the uh, uh, Saturday, November 28th, or so, let's just say Sunday, November 29th, if you don't have your name and address and all your info in, um, don't we can't guarantee you a spot. Well, so, maybe, maybe we'll cut it off. Why don't we cut it off on the Friday the 27th, so that way when okay. we get together to do the... Oh, no, we're probably not going to be getting together. The, probably not. Yeah, okay, so yeah, through the 29th. Um, you'll have your, you'll have, uh, who you've been paired up with. And then it gives you almost a month to get something in the mail. Although I guess, I mean, almost a month till Christmas, but when is the solstice? The solstice is the 22nd, I believe. Okay. Um, so that, that's your absolute deadline. Yeah. We are not beholden to the arbitrary dates. Yeah. Take your fat man in the red suit and get out of here. I'm talking about the earth's axis here. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, but know that again, Steve. A great turnout. You're, everybody, we, we'd love to see record turnout this year. We totally understand if it's not going to happen or if you can't participate. It has been a tough and trying year for a mm-hmm. ton of people. Do not feel obligated. And again, if you have signed up and something comes up that you realize you can't participate, that's totally fine. Send us a message as soon as you can. We'll either remove your name for the list or yeah. we'll fill we'll f- that. Spot we will figure for it out. You. We will figure something yeah. out. Not a problem. And also uh, a little housekeeping here while we're on a, on the topic steve uh it is almost the time for our year in review program yeah yeah this is where you and i start buckling down start putting the pieces together for our best stuff we've done this last year hard to believe the uh, uh the wreck of the edmund fitzgerald won't be on there <laughs> i'm surprisingly for the first time in the like almost five years we've been doing this i've been keeping pretty good notes throughout the year yeah we have a lot of and notes. i already have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten like 12 13 14 things maybe see which could be it <laughs> right that might be it so if, but if you have any recommendations Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, you know, hashtag year in review with what you remember <laughs> that maybe, you know, maybe right. your favorite segment or bit of the year that had you laughing or whatever. And we'll do our best to include that as we've done, I think, a couple of times now. And you heard Steve count there. We usually look at what we have before starting the process oh, of programming it. There's a good chance that we might get two episodes again this Look, year. There, there, I mean, there are certain things on this list that w- there will not be edited in any way or removed from the list. Like, uh, back to July, the talk about Sonny Bono. Oh, God, yeah, the godfather of the ski tree incident. <laughs> we had... Um, boy, I don't remember early July, Kyle's conspiracy theory about COVID and sharks. Oh, do we you don't remember no slipknot joe the lattice man oh obviously the whole saga slipknot joe the lattice man poor guy took one on the chin no way he can be alive yet uh, he back was in, so flipping about covid when i went and got that lattice oh i bet back in the beginning of the year we had to talk about the podcony awards uh mad mike hughes of course and his untimely death 
when he shot himself into the air only to be returned via gravity. <laughs> Boy, who had a more glorious demise? Mad Dog Mike Hughes or all 29 souls from the Edmund Fitzgerald? They both went the same direction. That's true. Yeah, I bet that the bet the old Eddie Fitz was a little bit of a softer landing, though. Yeah, and I feel like if you're Mike Hughes... Now, it's weird to think about because the Edmund Fitzgerald, they probably knew what was happening, but they're doing their best to avoid it and try mm. to save themselves. Whereas Mike Hughes, you know, he uses his stupid little foot pump. So, so someone shoots him in the air. Thunk! <laughs> he goes 150 feet in the air, and then nothing happens. Right. He has that entire descent going... Yep, nothing came out the back. Well, this is uh, this is a bummer. And there's no way you can think, yeah, I'll survive this. <laughs> uh, that is also in the poll this year because I like to give the option. We'll probably do split episodes, but how would you prefer your year in review? Content this year, uh, one mega episode or multiple normal episodes? Yeah, I think it might be a good idea depending on um, what, what your status is. Maybe we do two of them. Um do one like the week of the solstice and then the one the week of the new year. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Boy, the anxiety has been kicking up, Steve. I bet. So you're at this point six days away from uh, from Going the, big, uh, the big clip, the big snip. Yep. I went and got uh, some more blood work done uh, yesterday. I have to get another COVID test here early this next week. Hey, I got one yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, I wasn't. Was uh, it a rapid one, though? Yeah, it was a rapid. Yeah, I had the results. Going the way you're visiting parents. I had the results before I got back to my house. That's remarkable. Yeah, it was insane. Now, granted, I had to administer it to myself. Oh, so it's a drive through. Yeah, they drive through. Tell you what to do. Yeah, so they. Okay. So I hope I did it right. Right, I mean, right, right. I, the guy's like, hey, just got to put it in there, swirl it around a couple times each nostril, and then drop it back in the thing. And yeah, like I said, they, by the, before I even got home, I had a, a notification on my phone saying my results were in and they were negative. And that did the same thing. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so it worked out great. We, um, since we're going to my in-laws house today, really right after we finished recording. Mm -hmm. And, um, since, uh, we're going to, uh, since we're going to their house, my father-in-law has had medical issues in the past that it yeah. kind of put him in a little bit of a higher risk category so we were supposed to go there a couple of weeks ago had to get canceled because he was not feeling well so we didn't want to risk it turns out everything was fine he just uh just had a little bit of a cold and okay. um, so we're heading up there heading up there today so we thought better safe than sorry we will get those uh get those tests done very then, smart that's what they're there for at this point yeah. that's why they're there and that's why they're uh supposedly i believe free right like yeah for all of uh if like if you even non-asymptomatic yeah my my test was let's see it was scheduled for 11.30 yesterday. I got there at 11.15 because it said get there a couple minutes early. There was no one else in line, so I pulled in. I was on my way home by 11.20, which is 10 minutes before my appointment was even scheduled for. That's outstanding. And then had the results in less than an hour. Um, now, I had to sign up a couple days in advance, obviously, because they sure. the rapid tests, um, you, can't just, you can't just pull up. you got to have an appointment for them. <sighs> So. See, oh, I was supposed to have an appointment set for mine. They called and said, well, we got an order in for you, so you can just go to any place. Okay. And it's, well, that, that's not what I wanted, because I'm going to have to go either before work right. or during a lunch hour. I cannot get caught up waiting 45, 50 minutes just to get in to get the swab done. So, right, right. Uh, I'm kind of left in the lurch on that. But yeah, Steve, six days away. Six days away. So, you know... I think the more positive way to look at it is seven days away from being done with it. 
Right. So in about, um, yeah, six days from now, right now, this moment, I will be uh, close to finishing up, presumably, assuming there's no issues, which is always obviously unfair. But the way I am, I always consider that and think about, hey, boy, that's uh, what if there's issues? How long of a procedure is it? Uh, They had said uh, probably five to six hours I'll be under and I'll be in promptly at. Uh, around 7 a.m., 7.15. I'm the first surgery of the day. I am this surgeon's only surgery of the day. Hey, look at that. So You got top billing. Hope they've got their coffee in the morning. Is that is that etiquette? Can I bring like six cups of coffee? Hmm. Because there's going to be so many people in the room. Even for my... Just, so are you talking... So you want to bring like a box of Joe for all the... Yes. <laughs> for all the surgeons and yeah. the team, some donuts maybe? I just want to make sure everybody's on their A game. Okay. I don't want any, you know, sleepy sallies sure. doing the cut. But you also don't want them too jittery. No, that's true, but I do, I'm a little bit more worried about, Maybe. you know, a yawn when they're doing the old anesthesia, you know, they're doing Whoop. the crank and it's too far and instead of the slow drift to sleep, it's more of a <laughs> yeah. and my head Three, falls two, down. One. And so maybe I'll do that. Maybe uh. I'll stop by get uh just get a like you said a box of Joe at a local Dunkin. <laughs> right. And bring and it so, in and say, "Hey guys, I just want to make sure you're all on your A game this sure, morning." Yeah. And I'm sure that 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 you know, there's no protocols in place to prevent you from being wheeled in on a gurney with a yeah. box of Joe. Yeah, as I'm saying it, like ten paper cups, because I'm already and take one past the rest. I'm planning on asking for something in the IV pretty quickly regarding my anxiety. Yeah, because it's already been relatively prohib not prohibitive. I shouldn't say that it has been uh, an impact on me in the last week and call me a baby. That's totally fine. Oh, no, completely understandable, but completely understandable. I just want the image of my left arm draped over the box hanging off the side of my gurney. Everybody get some. It's got the little spout in the bottom of it. Did everybody get a cup this morning? Where's your cup on there? (laughs) Yeah, you see someone was walk over that <laughs> valve and open it a little further. Like, all right, this guy's in. So I actually joined a a uh, internet community last night, Steve, Whoa. Uh, for heart valve surgery. Oh, look at that. So you got uh, other heart valve pals? I wouldn't say I have pals. I just wanted to join to post a few, to pose a question. And uh, so you kind of put your what they call is your journey or whatever and mm-hmm. how you found out and everything. So I posted to the forum regarding main questions I have, which are in the scheme of things, very minuscule, but they're in the, the very forefront of my mind. Okay. You wake up with a breathing tube in. That's scary to me because sure. I, my initial thing, I what I want to know from people who have had this happen is are you waking up instinctually trying to yank it out or, you know, what does it feel like? Is it Does it feel like you're choking? Does mm-hmm. it feel, you know, I, I don't know those things. I'm, yeah. I'm curious about that. And I would think that it would feel like you were like, have you ever had like a snorkeling mask on? I haven't. No, I bet it would kind of, because that really throws you off. Does it? Yeah. Cause it like, it, you have to keep your mouth closed right. and tight around it and do all of your breathing through your mouth. So I wonder if that's, I wonder if it's a similar feeling because the yeah. first time I did that, I ended up, you know, choking and taking in a bunch of water, but like did you? after two seconds, you figure out, Oh Oh, okay. Balance. But that was also being wide awake and knowing exactly what was going sure. on. And I think that seems to be from the few comments that people have replied to me, which are very kind. Um, it seems to be like you, it's such a blur mm-hmm. that you might wake up and know it's there, but it's, it doesn't hurt 
and then you don't even know it, and then it's gone. It yeah. seems like that's one of the first yeah. things they seem to do okay. when you're awake. They just need to make sure you're breathing on your own. And then they take it out. Come to it and then they take it out. So you may remember it. Like, you may know it's going on at the time, yeah. but chances are you're not going to remember it after the fact. Right. Or if there's pain regarding it, you probably won't remember that, yeah. which I guess is good. But um, I was also asking about, because they put in some tubes in your chest to drain if there's any fluid. They can have fluid build up around your heart because it has to work too hard. It, it's one of right. the worst things that could happen. So there's tubes in, and they the the, the surgeon described it to me, and I've, I've read some other things describing that as discomfort. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whenever doctors use that term, that's just what they're using instead of pain. Mm-hmm. Like when they're putting a, an IV in or a needle, they're like, oh, you're going to feel some pressure. No, I feel you poking my <laughs> right, skin. Yeah. That's what I feel. That's yeah. pain. That's It's uncomfortable. And uh, everybody seemed to agree that it's absolutely uh, just uncomfortable. It's not well, going to be good. like, it'll feel weird when you try to take a deep breath. But then last night I was sitting there and I sneezed once and I thought to my wife, I actually told to Katie, I said, I'm scared of sneezing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would imagine for those first couple of days, especially it's going to be a little sore because I have a thing when I sneeze, I, I, I really stunt it. Like it's more of a, like mm-hmm. instead of a big, let everything out type yeah. of thing. And that puts a lot more pressure because yeah. you're not letting anything out. So I'm going to have to be this open mouth oh, yeah. sneezer oh, yeah. for the week I'm let in it, there. Let it go. Let it run. Hey, nurse. <laughs> I've gotten snot all over this <laughs> gown. I still can't believe you're going to be in, in the hospital for a week. Yeah, That's five crazy. to seven days. And obviously, I'm, you know, I'm hoping closer to five mm-hmm. as we uh, approach Thanksgiving. I would like to be able to begin be my nice, recovery yeah. at home. So, yeah. So what are you guys going to do for Thanksgiving? Is it just a I don't know yet. stay at home? Uh, it's all talk to the doctors at this point yeah. about if I'm going to be, you know, what's it? What does he think is best? Can I go spend time with the family, the close family? It's not a big gathering. We don't have any big gatherings. None. Yeah. Zero. It would be me, my wife. My mother, my father, and maybe my uncle. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, no brother. Oh, God, he's uninvited. Whew, good. I just want to make that clear. need food left, not, you know, thrown in like an animal in a cage at the zoo. You were saying? So, I need to talk to them about that, and I'm going to do whatever they recommend. Yeah, uh, I, I know infection is the big one of the biggest concerns after surgery. So I'm going to say, hey, it'll be about a week. What do you what do you think for this gathering or what? You know, what's the best avenue? And we'll play it by year. So um, obviously it's tough. I mean, everybody wants to spend Thanksgiving with family if you can sure. and friends. But well, it I mean, is what it is. But you also rank Thanksgiving as what? Tier, tier two. Tier tier two. OK, tier I was two. thinking it was tier three. So. No, no, it, it's it's the it's the number one slot in tier two. Okay. It's uh, Christmas, Halloween. So it's knocking on the door of tier one. It's never going to pass Halloween. Well, if Halloween disappears. I don't know how that would happen. <laughs> but I'm I'm here for the... Yes, and. <laughs> if Halloween disappears... Yeah? Thanksgiving's moving up to tier one, right? Yep. <laughs> Same That's way a- seniority lists work. If the guy in front of me, you know, finds the five-galloner and kicks it, I'm up a slot. Perfect. All right, well, Thanksgiving got a little fine. motivation to try and get rid of Halloween. I really like Thanksgiving. I just there's something magical about Halloween. Oh, there's nothing magical about yeah. Halloween. That's because you turn off your lights and you sit in your basement. We did do that. 
did do that. It, get any doorbell rings, any one. knocks? Just, just one. one. Yeah. Was it uh, Justin with an X and a Y? And no, no, they didn't. Uh, they didn't do Halloween either. Jesus. They did a bucket out front. But yeah, I'm sure you guys will all come together for movie night. <laughs> can't even get a community. Can't even get a call to Zach together. <laughs> For a universe, uh, a nationally recognized During holiday, a global pandemic. Ah, they're eight. They can't even get sick. <laughs> well, some would have you believe that. I worked perfect. It worked perfectly for for me. I just kind of dressed up. I walked around my yard mm-hmm. with my costume on. We had a large folding table set out with candy on it. Okay. And as it would get depleted, I would put more on there so kids could grab their own. I had no mm-hmm. interaction with them. I didn't yeah. come close to them. And obviously the weather was totally in our oh, neck of the woods. It, it was, was fine. freaking beautiful. So of all the nights, like of, of all the, to get this unseasonably perfect yeah. weather, of course, it's the Halloween that happens during a pandemic. I know, right. Yeah. And on a full moon, everybody's getting an extra hour. Yeah. I was, it, it always hurts me a little bit seeing the lack of participation from kids in Halloween. Yeah. And it's maybe because it's me misremembering from when I was younger but I don't remember 6 to 8 p.m. I remember going out till it was well, until you wanted to. And I remember, you know, you're running across hundreds of other kids depending oh God, on the yeah. neighborhood. It was like the, the scene in E.T. when they're yes. trick-or-treating. They're just kids everywhere. And it's funny, too, because I had this conversation with Annette about uh, it was on Halloween. We had just um, we ordered a pizza. Mm-hmm. We just sat in the house, ate that. And she's like, all right, well, trick or treating doesn't start until six, but it'll be, I mean, it's over, it's over at eight. And I, I'm like, man, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. At least in my town, it wasn't okay. You can't trick or treat until six. It, we would get home from school. I'd finish up my homework right away. If it was a, a school night mm-hmm. and then immediately start trick or treating. Like we'd be out trick or treating by four thirty, five o'clock. And, it didn't matter what time it was. If we were still out, we were still banging on doors. Yeah. It didn't matter if the lights were off. Like that never occurred to us. Like it was just, I'm going to bang on this door until you open it up and give me something. Pillowcases filled with, with, with candy, good and bad. And I, somebody, I, my friend was over on Halloween to, to help out and hang out. Um, I think, I, I can blame the trunk or treat. Yeah, trunk or treat is lame. It's dumb. Stop it. So everyone parks. Stop so it. okay. So you've gone your whole life teaching your kids, hey, don't uh don't get in strangers' cars. Don't take things out of don't take things from strangers. But then you openly promote, yeah, let's go to a parking lot and take things out of a stranger's trunk. No. It, it, there's no real sense of what the holiday is supposed to be either. No. Well, you know, it's it's the go up to the house with the light on and maybe someone's dressed up, maybe they're whatever. It's the community aspect of it. Instead, it's a lot of churches and a lot of like companies and stuff who have kind of overtaken the holiday mm-hmm. with this idea of, well, I've got garland on my, uh, you know, my Chevrolet uh, whatever SUV trunk. Like, no, that's not the same. Yeah. No, that's corny. I don't think my kids will ever do a trunk or treat. No, I'm never allowing Reed. I don't care how involved he gets. If he ever decides to go to uh, a church or whatever, no, you're not going trunk or treating. No, you will get on your feet Mm -hmm. and you'll walk the neighborhood. Yeah. And by the way, kids who showed up to my house getting out of the car. Oh, wait. So they were just 
So they were going to a house, getting in a car, driving one house, yes. getting out of a car. Yep. Why not just walk down the sidewalk? Unfathomable. Unfathomable. It's less work. Just know. And we used to just run right across the lawn. Just know that I hope there is only garbage candy left for you. <laughs> I oh, hope yeah. you got the payday. I hope you got the payday. Oh, see, garbage candy for me would be... Uh, well, I mean, we've talked about this at great yeah. length. Oh, no that, like, now and laters, good and plenties. I love a good now and later. <sighs> I shouldn't say love. They're so hard. <laughs> I'm uh, coming around. <laughs> I'm coming around. Yeah, they're really uncomfortable and, for your teeth. And good and plenties are the, the purple and white ones, right? Yeah, they're no Mike and Ike. The Mike and Ike, if you were to rank the Mike and Ike and the good Although, and plenty. I have to tell you, I did come around on Mike and Ike's. You have been coming when, around. Um, I think you had brought them here. Somebody had sent them yeah. to us. And I was like, man, these are pretty good. They can but have, for yeah. me, I always go... Um, Chocolate is always going to be sure. tier one over yep. anything fruity. Yeah. Okay. Always. See, I, go in, I go in waves. So if I were to rank the, the, the fruity flavored chewy candies, I'd go the Mike and Ike. I'd go with a dot. Dots. And then I'd go with the good and plenty. Huh. See, what are the like, flavors like of the good and plenty like? I don't know. Purple and white, right? Yeah, so but I like, think one's like licorice like, or something. Yeah, like licorice and what, Tylenol, probably. Licorice candy. Candy's a narrow cylinder of sweet black licorice coated Ugh. in a hard candy shell. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Awful. 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 The good and plenty is the Edmund Fitzgerald of no. candy. Yeah, it's not good. It is plenty. There are plenty of them because nobody wants them. Is the good and plenty good? <laughs> Or plenty <laughs> is the good is the good and plenty the Edmund Fitzgerald of the candy world. Oh, that's a, a tough comparison to make. Sorry about your loss. <laughs> well, so what are we doing today? Are we are we keeping this one a little bit on the shorter side? Yeah, I think so, Steve. Uh, if we wanted to, I can uh, let me recap the polls at least from yeah. last week, um, and then we can have a discussion. There's a good chance this might be. The last episode for a while. We'll take a look at the time when we get done here. Yeah. So no guarantees you're going to see one uh, next week, Tuesday. I apologize. Yeah, uh, I mean, you should. There's just nothing that uh, I can really uh, do about that unless we want to pipe me in from the hospital bed. I think it would be nice. I, th- I don't think it would be too much to ask. Hey. Uh, you can, if you want, take your mic with you. So that way you can just clip it right to the, uh, right. Right to the, 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 the side of the bed. Now, it'll be a few days, and they say like the first day or so is the most uncomfortable part, but there is a That's chance. when I want you on. Like, that's yeah. when we, because we record on Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, your surgery is on Friday. Yep. So, Saturday, I expect you, what, about 10 a.m. or so? Yeah, 10. 10 okay. or so. But I maybe there's a chance that, uh, how, depending on how I'm feeling Sunday or Monday even, maybe we can record a, a call. Yeah, that we can post as just yeah. a quick update. Or you can just kind of maybe just pull out the pull out your phone, mm-hmm. record a couple minutes just talking about how you feel. Sure. Send it to me. I'll plug it in uh, when me and my new co-host are recording. And uh, I'm going to be walking out of here today. This windsock's coming off. A brand new one's coming in. <laughs> the poster's getting ripped yeah. out. Or a new face is just getting. I'm pasted. not even out the door, and you're at the trash can with all of like the stuff that mentions me. <laughs> right. Yeah, the rebranding has already happened. You've got your new Fiverr logo. You just slap a sticker on the wall. 
Uh, so, Paul, Steve, we're caught up all to last week. What tier holiday is Halloween? Hmm. 34.8% say tier two. Now, you're a tier three man. I'm a tier three man, yeah. That was third place with 23.9. Tier one, second place with 26.1%. Wow. Right. Closer than I thought, uh, but pretty evenly split. We got some Halloween lovers and some people like you who just hate celebrating things. Mm-hmm. Which do you like better, Easter or Halloween? Because you're an Easter guy. Oh, I'm an Easter guy, yeah. You like your lamb chops from Michelangelo? <laughs> What's the origin of that? I don't know. It's your, uh, it's Annette's uh, brother. Yeah, it's, it's my brother-in-law. Right? What's his name? <laughs> well, it's definitely not Michelangelo. Are you sure? I thought it, it was a Ninja Turtle. No, Is it not Raphael. No, it's Alfredo. Oh, close enough. Like the sauce. Yeah. All right. So Ragu's gonna come mix. <laughs> That's not fair. That's rude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I literally just told you his name. I know. But you're an Easter fan. I'm an Easter fan. Garbage. Get out of my life. I don't even think I'd acknowledge it. <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Go to a cave and say, hey, Jesus, are you in there? Knock, knock. Who's there? The cross. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's how everyone should celebrate Easter. <laughs> <laughs> so celebrating Easter is essentially a poorly phrased knock, knock joke. Go find a cave. Knock on the wood next on the wood on the on the stone. Yeah, knock, knock. and then nobody's gonna answer. Cross. <laughs> and you wait for the ghost to woo his way out. You know, Easter and Halloween. Then you got some. Uh, yeah, you know, you got some I things. think you combine them, then you got a tier one. Woo. That's. I mean, that would be a tier one superpower holiday. That's a really good costume. Now that I think about it, maybe a blow up of a cave. And then, like, just your head sticking out so it looks like you're flying, yeah. but you're Jesus. Because <laughs> he flew out of the cave. That's how it worked. He, boom, it was like Iron Man right out of the cave. 70% of the audience, Steve, so they like Halloween better. Mm. You can't be surprised by I'm it, not. Though. No, I'm not. I think you understand, or you have to acknowledge, like... Ooh. A lot of people enjoy Easter because of the religious aspect of it. Yeah, so you that's being the thing. I don't religious observer. No, I just like the meal and the candy. Right. And that, but I, a lot of people go with Thanksgiving for that as well. Like, yeah, the, that's why I like. That's why I like Easter. It's yeah. the, kind of the same. Similar, it is the similar, same meal. Yeah, pretty much the same menu. Can you buy an eagle? Yes. Sixty-seven percent of the audience said no. What? I don't think they understand. It's a wild bird. I'll buy what I want. <laughs> That was it for polls last week, Steve. Right. So, uh, yeah, so this may be the last episode. We're not really sure yet. Yeah, yeah, so stay tuned. Thank well, you, everybody, for your well wishes. Again, send uh, send your questions and your regards only to at no ph in Steven on Twitter. That's the best oh, way to, uh, uh, to get your well wishes to me. Mm, no, that's actually a terrible way because I'm just not good at checking Twitter. I did have fun on Twitter the last couple days, though, doing a little bit of Twitter trolling. Oh, did you? Yeah. And th- um, see, and that's why I had to pull myself away. It was enjoyable. Can't be a part of it anymore. I'm kind of disappointed, though. I, I, was, I was trolling and I didn't... Nobody took the bait. Really? No one took the bait. Man. Possibly because it's hard to argue with what I said. I said, uh... You know your friend who claims that the earth is flat, but then insists that you provide proof that it's round? Yeah, that's like half the country right now. Oh, God. Oh! Should we shut it off? I think we should shut it off. Kill music? Yeah, shut it off, Steve. Hit the right music quickly. The right music. Because we have... 
an election update oh, from no. the Stephen Kyle 2020 <laughs> election news desk. Whereas you heard last week, <laughs> you're stretch that out. You're being offered only the most fair and balanced election news coverage that you can find among all the cable news networks. Live from the 2020 election news desk, Stephen Kyle version, uh, still too close to call. Good thing we got that in there before the end of the episode. All right. Now, can you uh, go back to the music, but just where it was? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because this is just like a a quick interjection, you know? I I don't want to restart the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. I closed it. That would be silly, and that would be a timely... (laughs) Seamless. Seriously, thank you to everybody. Uh, we will talk soon, I promise. Uh, I'll find a way to get everybody an update. Thank you to everybody worried about me and sending well wishes. It's very much appreciated. Oh boy, I think there might actually be breaking election news. Oh! I believe that at this point... Um, oh, look at that. Hold, hold on, hold on. You're hitting the music for yourself now, right? I didn't even rip it off the fax No, line. but you should just uh, Google anything and you'll... Okay, anything. <laughs> Use to refer to a thing no matter what. Is that what you mean? Uh, live from the Stephen Kyle election 2020 news desk, according to m- multiple sources, Biden has won. Really took a on my update, didn't you? Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> if this was the last episode, it, it, it's a good way to go out. I'm happy to go out with singing the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> Thank you to everybody. We'll talk soon.